0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new season of Walk to Wellbeing, the wellness podcast from Health and Wellbeing magazine, sponsored by Sketches. I'm Holly, editor of Health and Wellbeing, and each episode you and I get to join someone as they go for a walk, eavesdropping on them as they talk about their own wellness journey. Each of our guests will answer the same questions, but the conversation, like their walk, might meander a bit as they go. After we leave them, I'll be joined by Laura and Danny from the magazine team to pick out things from that walk that we want to action right away in our lives. Think about your answers to each question as you listen to and if you'd like to record your own walk to wellbeing you absolutely can. We would love to hear your answers so head over to healthwellbeing.com to download the questions today. Right now, though, we're about to join Amanda Wakeley, OBE, fashion designer, creative director, broadcaster, writer, and podcaster, as she steps out of her front door on the edge
1: of the New Forest. Good morning, good morning. My name's Amanda Wakeley, and I am heading out with my 18-month-old Labrador called Luna. Luna or sometimes known as lunatic because she can be and it is the most beautiful beautiful morning here we're on the edge of the new uh, on the edge of the new forest and it's a glorious sunny sunny morning Um, and it's just beautiful Uh, I have to get out every morning with my little hound and I love that, I love the getting into nature and feeling the seasons actually. I, I lived in Florida for a couple of years, way, way, way back. And the one thing I really missed was the seasons. I know as Brits we do grumble about the weather a lot, but actually it's a lovely mark of time seeing the trees through the year. I absolutely love whether it's spring and the trees evolving, bursting into life, those summer months with such long days, and going into autumn, which always feels for me a tiny bit sad. But actually, there's so many beautiful things about it: colours of the trees, and uh, and then into winter and the frosty mornings and the mist rising. And for me, a morning walk is absolutely when I clear my thoughts for the day and just get some fresh air in my lungs. And I always, always feel better when I come back in. Uh, I know that it was the right thing to do. I love getting the blood moving and right now, I'm walking with a really heavy weight vest on. I know that sounds bonkers, doesn't it? But actually we're off on this incredible trip to go ski mountaineering in Antarctica. And I'm doing my very, very best to be as fit as possible for it. So hence the weight vest. And, oh my goodness, I see a couple of deer. That's just the most beautiful sight. Their little white bottoms disappearing into the distance. Come on, Luna. Crazy little beast. So, what gets me out for a walk? Definitely Luna, but my own well-being. And um, just getting that fresh air in my lungs. So, I always have to go out first thing. Um, But I love going out after lunch. In the evening, I have to with my little hound Um, but sometimes it's just a very worthwhile break in the day and sometimes if i'm sitting at my desk i might come to a bit of a grinding halt and i'll always feel more inspired out walking so the next question is my dream walk well my most loved in the past Um, and happy, happy memories of walking in Anglesey, the little island off the north coast of Wales, where we had a little beach cottage as kids. And it was just the most stunning place. It was right on the edge of the inland sea up near Valley. And it was one of those places that would actually get marooned at high tide and then at low tide you could walk for miles on this just fluffy white sand and I do remember it as all through the year not just in in the summer months but those blustery winter walks walking all the way to Roskolin and then through the sand dunes and along a huge long beach all the way to Rosniger and uh, Picking up shells, we always loved to collect cowrie shells as, uh, as a family and would have jugs and jugs of these shells littered around the house and glasses full of the shells. It was always a bit of competitive shelling as a family, but it was, it was lovely to have a project. Got us all out, got us talking, probably a bit before the age of us all being consumed by our phones anyhow um, but it was, I've got happy, happy memories of long, long walks in Anglesey um, today to be in the new forest is just glorious um, I'm actually now looking at some of our Dorset sheep we've got a flock now a breeding flock of over a hundred ewes that we've Built from scratch with the help of our wonderful shepherdess. And uh, their pedigree daughters. Oh, and we have four hand-reared goats who are such characters. They let themselves out of whatever field or paddock they're in and they go and eat all the brambles. And then they put themselves back. They're just hysterical. You can't walk past them without having a little hello and because they were hand reared they're so friendly, they look deep into your eyes, it's gorgeous so it's that little communion with nature that I love this time of year there are masses of mushrooms goodness, we actually um, every every year we try and do a foraging exploration with a local foraging expert and we go into the forest and uh, he advises what you can eat and what you can't eat and uh, I'll never forget taking my nephews last this time last year in fact and I'm saying so we should really know what we can what we can pick up now um, and what's what what we can eat and he said yeah Possibly, but you could be dead by Christmas. So we, we never pick mushrooms without um, his guidance because they are uh, potentially lethal, but getting the right ones is just so spoiling and going back home and making a giant winter chanterelle risotto together around the argo is just my idea of heaven. With a big glass of wine, it has to be said. And then the walk I'm most looking forward to, well, I guess, well, not I guess, the walk I'm most looking forward to is being in Antarctica. We leave very soon and it's a ski mountaineering trip. And it means that we're on a ship, but every morning we get put on the shore and um, with a ski guide. And we climb whichever mountain we're climbing on our skis, on skins, which are like old seal skins. They stick to the bottom of your skis. And you basically are pushing your skis uphill. And the skins on the bottom of your skis stop you sliding back. And then at the top, you strip those off. Hopefully have a tiny break. And then we get to ski back down again and be on these amazing mountains which possibly have never been skied on before and I'm so excited it's going to be the trip of a lifetime. Um, But yes trying to get as fit as possible for that and very excited about that. But the but the other walk that or walks that I love 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 to do is walking around cities. It's just the best way of getting to understand the heartbeat of a city, what's what's brilliant about it, the people. I find it so inspiring to go and see a city. And I love to visit a city's vintage stores because the vintage clothes tell you so much about the people that have inhabited that city and possibly might not even be inhabiting it any longer. They tell so many stories. It's just wonderful. And to really absorb the architecture and walk down the river. So often cities are, well, pretty much every city is on a major river and really get the feel of a city. So despite being the nature lover that I am, Uh, And walking in nature with my dog. I do love a good pound around a city street. So, the next question. When you're feeling stressed, how do you combat your triggers? Oh, good one. Well, everyone gets stressed, don't they? So, for me... I've learned some really, really good, very simple breathing exercises. And when I'm stressed I tend to breathe very shallowly and and you're not even conscious that you're breathing so shallowly or at least I'm not. So I can just sit quietly, literally for a couple of minutes. It's not about going off and sitting in the lotus position and Meditating for an hour at a time. You can really slow your heart rate and your breathing right down by just breathing in for a count of, say, five and then out for a count of five, and then just gradually try and build that up a little bit to maybe in for seven and out for eleven. But sometimes, sorry, I'm walking up quite a steep hill here, um, but sometimes. I can start that exercise and I can literally barely get to three, which illustrates how, how shallowly I'm breathing. But just to take a moment and to breathe is really important for me. And then, once I've steadied my breathing, try and have a quick check in with myself. Like, Why am I stressed? And just to, in a way, sort of reassure myself. So, fine, it's okay to be stressed, but why? Um, and what are you going to do about it? And so, for me, writing an action list is the the just getting some thoughts down on paper to. I'm am I stressed because I've got all of this stuff going through my mind, okay, get that stuff down on paper, prioritise it, and then start working through it. And quite often when I'm wor- walking, I, I do churn through that sort of stuff. And I actually find walking incredibly creative time, uh, whether it's um, working out a design... Um, thinking about upcoming interviews with my podcast guests. I'll get on to that in a bit. Um, and how I would approach that. Um, so, yes, it's creative time. And how do I switch off? Well... We're doing it right now. And that for me, um, one of the big ones is being outside in nature, um, exercising in nature. I absolutely love it. And uh, well, here we go. We've got a helicopter overhead, that's unusual. Um, so when I'm in Switzerland, I love to pull my skins on the bottom of my skis and go for a big ski tour, a big climb. We also love to get up onto the glaciers in Switzerland and talk about switching off in nature and feeling like a very small part of of humanity and nature. That is now one wet dog in the river. Go on then, fetch that. Um, It's just inspiring to, the colors up in the high mountains are just so spectacular. Uh, The colors of the ice are just, you know, beyond. You couldn't, there's a dog shaking. Um, you, You really, It's hard to... I'm going to walk away from this river because she's just making too much noise. Um, It's hard to explain, but just the beauty found in nature uh, always inspires me, always makes me switch off, and I love that. I really switch off and yet feel very connected to this larger universe that we're all part of. Now, do I have a ritual? Yes, I do. I do, I do. There's nothing better than coming back home a bit sweaty, a bit exhausted, and running a really deep salts bath. I love that. And uh, so my ritual is to um, have some Epsom salts lots of them in a steaming hot bath and I'll do a body scrub, a deep cleanse on my face and uh, pop a face mask on. Really don't need to see that because that's not the prettiest sight. Um, Actually I love to give my own, do my own facials uh, in the bath and um, so that's me switching off And uh, even trying to do a little breathing exercises or mini meditation in the bath is, you know, after you've exercised, your muscles are tired, it's just a great way to relax. And it's not, you know, it's just a lovely, simple luxury. Now, the last time I challenged myself to try something new whoa, that would definitely have to be creating my podcast, Amanda Wakely Style DNA. It has taken me way out of my comfort zone and having have been a fashion designer and still am for over 30 years and to now become an interviewer. And I created this podcast of always fascinates me, how clothes make us feel, how at times they can empower us, at times they can cocoon us, and they can elevate our mood, or they can be very distracting if we're not in the right clothes. And I just thought it'd be fascinating to go on this journey of really the lives through people's looks uh, with different well-known guests talking about their journeys. Their, Oops, that is a pheasant. That absolutely ter- terrified me. <laughs> it was just so close. Um, the joy of nature. Oh, and there are the Dorsets. They're gorgeous. Um, come on, you're leaving them alone. Come on, come on. Um, but what I, when I set out on this podcast journey... And I created this um, sort of format of questions. And then I do my research on each of my guests. And then I add in questions that are very specific to them. And, and that's a lovely journey. Uh, getting to know all these different people uh, through doing my research. But what I had underestimated is how skilled you have to be to keep the conversation going, not allow it to repeat itself, to cover off all of those points. And you get sidetracked in the conversation, which is lovely, but it's just making sure that you keep getting all of those questions into the, into the interview. And I have a massive new respect for interviewers because it is a brilliant, very, very talented thing to be able to do well. So um, that has challenged me, but I've loved it. and And I hope in life I always challenge myself... Because I think the day we stop challenging ourselves is the day that actually we sort of give up. And I think, you know, the mental, physical, emotional challenges, just being conscious of those, is quite important. Next question. Sorry about the puffing and panting, but the weight vest is clearly working. Who's nailing well-being? Well, for me, it's Davina McCall. My God, that woman is incredible. She's not 22, although she has the body of a 22-year-old. She works so hard at her physicality, but also her diet and nutrition. That was a very fast dog running by me her diet and nutrition her mental well-being she's so open about it too and i think when we when we share our share our feelings and thoughts it sometimes it's like a little um light bulb moment for other people they think god yeah i felt like that and that's perfectly normal it's fine i'm okay and I think Davina, with her whole menopause well-being, you know, menopause journey um, that she's been on, she must have helped thousands and thousands of women, and hopefully men too, to understand what we all go through. And I think she is just a phenomena. And, And I love the fact that... I've seen her out, and she's having a drink, and she's having fun, so it's not like she lives this life of a nun, Um, not not that there's anything wrong with that, but she really lives, is what I'm saying, And, and so I think she's amazing. One little recent win that I'm happy with. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's the next question. Um, I think for me, it's possibly that I'm, I'm fitter now than I have been in my whole life. And that really pleases me. Uh, none of us are getting any younger. And you know I have to give up. And I've got this big challenge ahead of me and I, every time I either put my weight vest on or I get on the peloton and I think to myself, I'm gonna really be thankful that I've done all of this when I'm halfway up that mountain in Antarctica. But more than Antarctica, it's great just to check in with your fitness every now and then and it what's been great about this journey for me is I've changed my exercise a lot and I think that's great for your body actually to sometimes just change it all up Uh, I think our bodies can get a little bit um, used to doing the same thing so I've been really throwing a lot at mine from doing these weighted walks to getting on my bike, either outside or the peloton inside, getting on the treadmill on the highest incline possible with a shredded weight vest on again. I'm not going to miss it. My shoulders aren't going to miss it, that's for sure, nor are my hips. But, you know, when I get back, I'll change it all up again. I'll get back into my flow, my, my stretch, rotation, ballet, pilates type um, flow movement and uh, enjoy that that whole process of how, how my body unfolds with that well, not unfolds but how my body evolves with that uh, next question my biggest life lesson this year wow that's quite an easy one for me because it's been quite a Uh, I've had a challenging year but I'm a big believer in what doesn't get you makes you stronger and um, there's so many silver linings and so for me it's the realisation that every day is a blessing. Not everyone gets to be here and so I never take a single day for granted Uh, and I think it's just about those little gratitude moments too and I try to actually start my day before I even really open my eyes I know it sounds a bit hackneyed but being thankful for all the little things whether it was the little wet nose that has just pushed its way onto my face to say it's time to get up and go out, to a conversation that I had yesterday, to that lovely kiss goodnight from my partner, to whatever it is, the sun coming up and looking just beautiful over the Thames in the morning. Uh, all of those little tiny things to how delicious my lunch was. Uh, so it doesn't have to be, it's it's not about stuff, it's about being. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, next question. The last time I cried, well probably with half the nation, the day the queen died, it was a sad day. Uh, You know, not just for our nation, but for the world. I mean, what an incredible, inspiring, humbling human being our Queen was. So selfless, so devoted to her work. And I think seeing, seeing her coffin being loaded onto that Hercules up in Scotland and the beautiful beautiful highlands all around and and then the sun coming out and just touching the top of the plane as it ascended into the clouds it was a very very magical emotional moment and uh, so yes I cried and I'm proud to say I did cry I'm proud that we have such a an incredible system of monarchy, and uh, and led for all of my life and beyond by this wonderful, wonderful woman. So may she rest in peace, and I thank her for her selfless service to to our nation and the world. Right, it has started to spit with rain, but it's really beautiful sun's coming through the clouds still there must be a rainbow around there must be, I can't see it yet Um, so I hope the microphone still works but we're carrying on I've got my big wellies on Um, next question best advice you could give someone about happiness right for me it's being not having and it's being in the moment it's not about the handbag you don't have or the handbag you've just bought I should say it's about being and I think we're all responsible for our own happiness Uh, it's joy to be found in so many little things and it's being grateful for that and appreciating that not thinking I will be happy when and you know enjoy the moment as I was just saying Uh, even feeling a sprinkling of rain on my face it just feels very beautiful and I think quite often there are two ways of looking at things I could think Ooh, I'm going to get wet. Um, or I could think... Actually, that was Luna shaking. Oh, Or I can think... The grass is going to get nourished. The trees are going to soak this up. There will be a rainbow somewhere because the sun is out. And it's just our approach to how we see things. And... Um, I think the more positive we are the more we shine and that shining vibration is very appealing and people want to be around that and you can just bring so much to other people's lives by being positive and kind and that gives me happiness is seeing someone else happy. next question being healthy is well for me that's really nourishing myself Um, it's nourishing myself by getting outside into nature it's nourishing myself with the food choices I make and the people I choose to spend time with and uh, that to me is being really healthy and, and also having a passion in life, be it other people, be it work, be it projects or hobbies. Um, that's being healthy to me. The next question, I'm most me. i most me when I'm being creative, and for me, that creativity comes in all shapes and forms. It's not just sitting at a drawing board or looking at beautiful things or, and working out and designing and all of that. It's, I've found huge creativity in creating this podcast and the writing that I'm doing. And it's, a it's been a different sort of creativity, but that's been a, a wonderful life lesson to me. And uh, just feeling creative in so many different ways. Um, and finally, the best thing about my walk today is uh, this time to reflect. I don't think we do it enough. And I think to actually sometimes just stop and check in with ourselves and think about what's going on and to hopefully share some of my stories and my thoughts and hopefully they will resonate in a tiny way with, even if it's just one person, then... That's what I've loved about my walk today. And watching this crazy little beast running around as though she has literally only just come out. And uh, the energy of her is unbelievable, but wonderful, wonderful to see. So I hope you've enjoyed walking with me. Enjoyed chatting away. Fortunately, I haven't had to have anyone sort of look at me strangely and say, You're all right talking to yourself. Um, I think we should do more of it. And uh, wherever you are, have a great day. I'm looking forward to the rest of my day, but at the moment, I'm just soaking up the beauty of nature
0: that is all around me. I loved how Amanda is fascinated by how clothes make us feel. Like she said on her walk, they can either elevate and empower us or distract us if we're not in the right kit. Luckily, our sponsor has a great selection of footwear and apparel that is both comfortable and stylish. So before we hear from the team, let's take a moment to hear from Skechers.
2: Is musician and TV radio host Mylene Class for Skechers Fit Footwear.
3: My day-to-day is jam-packed, including being a full-time mum. And if you're busy like me, you can't be slowed down by uncomfortable footwear with no support. So, I get all the comfort and arch support I need with Skechers Fit Footwear. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to create footwear with podiatrist-certified arch support for 24-7 comfort. Because if I don't get a day off, neither should my Skechers.
2: Find Skechers Fit Footwear for men and women everywhere.
0: Hi, welcome back. Today I'm chatting with Laura and Danny. How are you both?
2: Really good, thanks Holly.
0: Good, thanks.
3: Really enjoyed listening to Amanda there.
0: Oh, same. Um, Laura, what did you make of Amanda's walk and was there anything you're taking away from this episode?
3: It was so lovely. It was so atmospheric, I thought. I loved the way that she mentioned things like, you know, seeing um, seeing a deer walking past and you could hear her dog jumping in the river <laughs> yeah. and things like that. And <laughs> I liked the way she was also... She was slightly out of breath but you could hear that it was a good kind of workout for her as well, Mm. um, which was really nice. Um, But I think, do you know, the the thing that um, really struck me um, was when she said about how being healthy is nourishing herself with good food and exercising, being in nature and things like that. Um, Because I just thought how lovely it's such a sort of proactive attitude to have, you know, rather than just being healthy is feeling a certain way for Amanda it was about the things that she was doing to make herself feel healthier you know mm. I just thought that was um really empowering what did you think Danny? Yeah
2: you're so right I, I completely agree I think and she I feel like she's really got those like five sort of key pillars of health and well-being really nailed you know like the good food the exercise you know getting her steps up being in nature all that kind of thing and I yeah. think I mean no wonder she feels the fittest she's ever been. I really liked how Amanda kind of like really bucks the trend of being your fittest in your early years and how it's never too late to get into fitness and really feel the benefits Mm. and the fact that she was celebrating herself I think is really cool.
0: Yeah absolutely I think um, we'd discussed before we came on didn't we about how it sounded like she'd actually really enjoyed her walk Mm -hmm. and it was a real joy to listen to so yeah, so yeah i agree and um, we should all be celebrating ourselves a little bit more for me i agree with you both but when she was talking about when we share our thoughts it's it's like a light bulb mo- moment for other people as well yeah um and a bit of an invitation for others to realize that they're not alone i think we could all do with a bit more connection and community at the moment um So, so yeah, I really loved that part. Um, and in particular, when she was referring to Davina McCall, um, being her, her wellness inspiration, she, um, was talking about how Davina's working to normalize and talk about the menopause. And I thought that in particular really opens up that, that invitation to, um, to not feel alone if you are going through various different stages through life. So, so yeah, I really loved, I really loved what she was saying about about connection and and um, and relating to other people.
2: I feel like that was really genuine as well. I feel like as soon as she read that question, it's as though that kind of like that answer came straight to her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think Davina is an inspiration to all of us, no matter how. <laughs> how old you are yeah she's just incredible and I think like you say Holly it's really great to have to have someone to lean on for for those things yeah
0: absolutely and I think that comes back to um when Amanda was saying every day is a blessing um she never takes a day for granted um and being thankful for those little things as well so Mm. something as simple as a conversation you've had the day before um the sun coming up um and I really loved when she said, it's not about stuff, it's about being. Um, so for me, that that's the part that I'm, I'm especially taken away.
3: Yeah, I loved that part. I thought that really seemed to come from the heart, didn't it? And mm-hmm. I really felt that too when, when she was saying that. It's so true. And also she was saying about um, how, uh, you know, it's about being and not having. And you can look at things, you know, the same thing in two different ways. Like she was saying, if it's raining, you could look at it negatively as in like oh you know i'm out walking in the rain or you could turn it on its head and think it's nourishing the the plants the trees and everything else so Mm. yeah it's, it's inspiring to think that there's two ways of looking at things like that it's about changing your mindset rather than sort of having things happen to you, you know.
0: Yeah, I love that. But as we've spoken about before, um, health and wellness is different for all of us. So here we'll be digging into some of those areas. And in particular today, I wanted to get your thoughts on the notion of being healthy is having to look a certain way. Um, what What do you think, Laura? So in a bit of a health and wellbeing magazine exclusive,
3: I can reveal that the uh, cover star of our January issue also mentions that she's going to Antarctica in 2023 um and her training motivation was is a lot about that and being fit to um, um to do different things to go on these lovely trips and travel and and things like that so yeah I don't know if there's a, a celebrity trip happening it happening in 2023
0: maybe yeah, um, <laughs> yeah
3: that's so unusual <laughs> yeah so, or it's just a the sort of fashionable new place to go um but yeah if, if anyone wants to read more about that find out more in our January issue which uh, goes on sale
2: on the 1st of December. Oh amazing I know can't wait for that.
3: (laughs) Yeah same. (laughs) So yeah I don't know if Antarctica is the the place to be in in 2023 or not but um, it sounds like a good thing to to train for and I noticed Amanda saying about her her weighted vest which is something that I've never tried before. Have any of you?
2: No, I haven't. Um, But I have seen people like running with them before, Uh um, not necessarily walking. And I, I love how she was managing to like hook this kind of training onto her daily walk rather than, you know, being in four walls of a gym, let's say. Yeah, Walking with extra resistance can actually be really beneficial. And it's a topic that we've covered in the MAG before. Basically, if you're keen to increase the intensities of your walk, Adding weights is a really great way to do so. But what our experts have said that if you're new to it, starting with lighter weights and increasing the load is the best way to go about it. Um, That's according to um, a training specialist at Letics, and he also said that using a rucksack filled with weights is another way to do it um and he said what's more the weight is evenly distributed throughout your body and engages some of your bigger muscles across your whole core and it also adds weight to your structure and allows your legs and arms to move freely so yeah you've got your arms to I don't know like get snacks out your bag or like take a photo <laughs> <Priorities>. or <like laughs> yeah. yeah, or like take a photo while you're out so you can put it on your story um so yeah no it sounds it's I mean it sounds like a an amazing workout like you said Laura at the beginning you know you could hear that Amanda was quite out of breath and it was quite a, a, st- a strenuous thing so yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Maybe I have done it before then because um, on walks I go on with my kids, I tend to pack a backpack with loads of snacks and yeah. things that weigh me down. So <laughs> technically, I thought, you car- you. I, have to
0: I thought you meant <laughs> carrying <laughs> them then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there is that too. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Kids, <laughs> that would be a good weight, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. They're heavier than you think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good way to get kids into walking, I suppose. and never too young to, to get them started in, in the family walks are you true and um and I really liked uh what Amanda was saying about Anglesey and um the happy memories that she had there as a child mm. um walking along the beaches and stuff and at all times of year as well mm-hmm. not just you know in the nice weather like she was sort of saying about
0: the blustery beaches as well yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she actually said that that was her her dream walk, didn't she? Um, from the fluffy white sands oh, to yeah. being marooned at high tide. And we've also heard from our wonderful listeners um, who've also shared some of their dream walks as well, um, which we'd like to share on the show as well. So Lucy from Essex has got in touch to say, my dream walk is heading across Druridge Bay in Northumberland, sandy dog in tow. It's always most peaceful at 6am before everyone's woken up and I'm a secret fan of a light drizzle as it makes <laughs> getting back home in front of the log burner all the more cosy. Oh, that's so true, isn't it? 6am, wow. Yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially <laughs> at this time of year. That's dedication. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: but you know, that cosy log burner is definitely an incentive.
2: <laughs> sure.
3: And um, speaking of wintry walks, we actually had a a really nice feature in our December issue. So each of the team shared um, some of our uh, favourite winter walks. And um, Ray uh, on the health and well-being team said about visiting her friend in Cornwall and how they're always off on these intrepid walks around the coast. And she points out that, um, of course, Cornwall is glorious when the sun's shining, you can forget that you're in England, um, but for her, um, winter there feels extra special, which I thought was lovely. And I'm sure that's a lot to do with the, you know, cup of cocoa warming up by the fire at the end, too. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That's really nice. And yeah, Liz as well on the health and well-being team said... When I was a child, we used to rent a small cottage in Hearn Bay, Kent. We'd drive down, the six of us, myself, my parents, my two older brothers, and my nan, and we'd spend a wholesome week in the Kent countryside, playing rounders in the big field behind the cottage and taking long walks. So, how lovely.
0: Yeah, that sounds really idyllic, doesn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, it's been so great chatting with you all today. So, a huge thanks from me to you, Danny, Laura. And of course, to our fabulously eloquent guest, Amanda Wakeley. Most important of all, though, thanks so much to you for listening. If this is the first time you've joined us, there are plenty more episodes you can subscribe and download. But if you've been with us from the beginning... Thank you so much for coming with us and our fabulous guests on their walks to well-being. And so until next time, from me and the whole of the health and well-being team, stay well and see you soon.
2: Before you unlace your trainers, we've got an exclusive health and well-being magazine subscription deal for you, our lovely walk to well-being listeners. Head to gifstoyou.com forward slash apod 2 that's A-P-O-D and the number two to get three issues for just $9.99, saving you over 25% and delivered straight through your front door too. The link is in the description of this episode to make redeeming this fantastic offer simple and easy. Remember to share your walk with us on social media using the hashtag walkToWellbeing, to wellbeing, and you can even download exactly the same list of questions you heard our guest chat through earlier in the episode. You could record your very own Walk to Wellbeing episode and we'd absolutely love to hear it. For all the details, head to this episode's description and we hope you enjoyed strolling with us today.